Welcome back to the Broncast, a podcast all about the Ford Bronco. I'm your host, John Melton. I'm Donnie Whiteman. We are a couple Bronco enthusiasts who own Broncos. We work on Broncos and we just love talking about the Bronco so much that we came to Ford Fest to hang out with some other Bronco people. All that we could find. We've been running around here, finding Broncos and meeting people and chatting all of them up that we can. And, and we actually have several people that we want to talk about and do like little Bronco bios. Yeah, and you know, we talked about, we're actually at Ford Fest, which if you didn't listen to our last episode, uh, Holly puts on this event called Ford Festival and it's just, you know, celebrating the Ford and it's a lot of Mustangs, but they have an off-road course where we were able to take out our Broncos and, and rip around on the course. They have a dyno where we were able to dyno our Bronco, or I dynoed my Bronco. Um, and they got a drift course and a drag strip and like just all this stuff. And then the actual car show part, you know, where there's all these cool old cars and new cars. And it's a really, really cool event. But yeah, because we were here, we just thought, why don't we talk to some some people that we wouldn't normally just be able to have them on the podcast. On our short list, we have club friends, we have, I guess, a builder, and we have father and son, and we have like a, just a short list of people that we thought were really interesting that we want to share with you. So while we were walking around uh, down in the display area, which is a whole nother thing you can do that has a swap meet and a show and shine and food, of course, and everything else, Matt saw this amazing 79 Bronco and texted me a picture of it. He's like, you you gotta get down here and see this. And when I got down there, it says Treadwear on the side. And I'm like, I know these guys, you know? And uh, sure enough, Lee and Michael were here. And uh, I said, hey, can we like ask you about your build and do a little like, you tell us about your build. And that's, I think what John and I like to do the most is yeah. get people's stories about yeah. their build. So we talked them into driving their truck up here to the Bronco Corral and we're gonna talk to them right now. Yeah, so John, check this out. I'm walking around and Matt texts me a picture of this full-size Bronco. They drove it up here and showed us and it's like, wait, I know these guys. So we wanted to ask you a little bit about this build and then at the end, talk to you about how you, know, how you built the Bronco and why you built it. So why don't you tell us who you are? <laughs> My name's Lee. Michael, we're with Treadwear. Yeah. And uh, we, we've, our company got its start, Treadwear, uh, making tire graphics. And we still do all sorts of solutions for tire graphics. Matter of fact, we do the, the tire graphics for Monster Jam. The BKTs, when you see those flying nice. in the air, that's us. Yeah. Um, but we've always loved the, uh, the, first, you know, the second gen big body Bronco. And we've, we actually own several of them. And this actually was a parts Bronco that we had. So, okay, Lincoln Navigator, right? So <laughs> why did I just mention that? Because uh, it is a really great platform. It also shares the platform with the uh, Expedition. Uh, also half of it is a F-150 anyway, the whole front half of the frame. And uh, so that is, a, that is a really underappreciated chassis. And so we thought, wouldn't it be cool to combine the two? So what you get with, uh, and we, we picked 0304, we were looking for a donor. Because generally, a soccer mom has used it, driving it back and forth to school. For, light for, use, yeah, very light exactly. use. Exactly, <laughs> and uh, you know, it gets a little tattered. Maybe the air suspension quit working, and uh, it's junk, you know. And so, we picked this one up for uh, pennies on the dollar, considering the technology. And we thought, okay, so the big trick here is we got to shorten this thing 15 and a half inches, right? Yeah. But we're looking at the spec sheet, and we got fully uh, boxed hydroform steel steel rails. Uh, uh, we got. Independent rear suspension uh, with a nine and three quarter inch, you know, chunk. I mean, it's it all wheel drive, the sophisticated, uh, you know, the whole thing is just way beyond uh, what you'd expect uh, 
to buy for the kind of money that you can get them for. And so shorting this thing 15 and a half inches was the trick and uh, and that got us where we could basically we skinned the Bronco onto the that chassis. Yeah, so we left the uh, Lincoln Navigator firewall. Uh, in fact, pretty much from the belt line down, the Navigator is still there just underneath the Bronco skin. Whoa. Uh, we even still got the power rear seats. <laughs> they, they fold they down fold with the down. button. Yeah. We just lost the middle row of yeah, seats because yeah. that's where we cut is right behind the driver's seat. Right. Um, and of course, uh, the other things that are kind of nice, like cruise control, uh, air conditioning, <laughs> rear air, rear air, and heat. <laughs> yeah. So wow, we're in, we're in comfort. Uh, but when you look at it, you see uh, a '79 Bronco. Yeah, it's all '79 Bronco. Yeah, wide body, of course. Yeah, right. So, so look, we always like to do a backstory with our builds. Uh, we this is our ninth build, as you can see, the nine on the side. We number our builds. This is number nine, and uh, so. We wanted to do something fun with this one because we started with, as it started coming together, the stance was just something else. It was unusual. Uh, it wasn't lowered at all. We didn't lower it, but it wasn't lifted either. Um, so we thought, man, this is bringing a real strong rally vibe. And so we said, what if, what if this thing was the long lost stillborn child of uh, Ford Motorsports uh, yeah. experimental program? Yeah, yeah Ford and, and, works. And so what Ford did was they heard that in 79, uh, FIA was going to uh, sanction all-wheel drive, which they did. This is a historical fact, right? But this part, this the, the fun uh, fiction is that, that when Ford heard that, they said, you know, we should petition FIA to do a truck division. They've been doing it for Dakar and Dakar <laughs> for years. So this was a, and we've even got provisional on the side of it. So it ran the... Uh, the, the, uh, East the East Africa Rally as a provisional entry was driven by James Garner and uh, Scooter Patrick, and uh, so the, and, and we found it in some barn in Wyoming. So that's yeah. the story. That it's not, is awesome. Of course, completely made up. But yeah. we, we we do backstories like that to give us focus for the build, and it gives us the direction. We're like, okay, so if it was done for this, then we would have this, and so yeah. on and so forth. So you got a thousand decisions to make, and it looks. I mean, it looks legitimate. Like it, it took me a second. Like I was like. What what is off about this? You know, like <laughs> right. I'm sitting here, and I, you see the wide body right away, and you're like, "Oh, that's cool!" Like, you know, you guys did such a good job just kind of making it look like just a wide body, you, you know, second gen. And then you see the IFS underneath, and you're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's, yeah, this, what is it?" <laughs> then you look inside, and you see the you right. know Lincoln, you see, dash. and like all this just beautiful stuff, and you're like, "Holy crap! This is not even a you know a true second gen, but it looks so good." Like, like, you Thank guys you. really Thanks. did. Thank you very much. You know, much. You're, yeah, you're looking at it, and it does. It looks, it has this rally kind of feel. It has the sunset stripes it has, or whatever you call those. You know, yeah, that's just, what. Yeah. Yeah, and it just looks really cool. You guys did a great job Thank with that. Thank you. When you look inside, though, I like the sunset fade houndstooth. <laughs> yes. Like, awesome. I'm just like, it's, <laughs> a, it's like a, a tribute to the original houndstooth interior, yes, and I'm just yes. like, that's really cool. Thank, Thank you. you. What is that, that spray yeah. painted on the yeah. seat? Yeah, <laughs> so we did. Okay, yeah. so we uh, we were like, man, this interior was. We want to make it have some sort of a, a tie-in, right? And it was this tan leather, and it just didn't have a good tie-in. So we're like, you know, and we looked into uh, we looked into buying some upholstery from a, a deluxe interior. One of the, and the upholstery alone was like, you know, cubic dollars. It's hard to come by. Yeah. And then we looked into other ideas of having another type of insert put in there. We're like, you know what? I've dyed seats before. Let's just dye it with style. Yeah. And so we took and made a stencil. Uh, we created a houndstooth and we did every third row. Yeah. And, and there, now looking back, there's other ways that would have been easier. But anyway, we literally spray painted this, moved it down one <laughs> notch and spray painted the other color, moved it down one more notch. And you know what? I mean, it, 
it, it works perfectly. Yeah, so and from a distance, you just go, oh my gosh, yeah. how'd they get that house? Yeah. <laughs> right. so, so while that's drawing, you went back to work. And yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Right, road. right. Yeah. yeah. So it's all about low buck solutions. Anybody can spend cubic dollars on something and come up with something cool, but we try to come up with this uh, a practical low dollar solution for a lot of problems. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, talk to us about Treadware. What do you guys do? What What's kind of the main way that people see you? Because we've seen it all over, but people may not have known, oh, this is this is actual Treadware. You know, primarily we are a graphics company. We, we come up with innovative graphics solutions. So letters for the tires, the uh, heat exhaust shields there, the branding there, the Bronco, we did that in-house. And, you know, so we work in all sorts of mediums and uh, we do all sorts of design work. You know, we're not shy. Yeah, and, you know, renderings, uh, innovative automotive solutions. A lot of it's going to have a graphics bent. You know, thankfully, we're blessed uh, to be able to spend half a day working in the shop, building cool stuff, and then the other half in the office. And that makes that makes for a fun uh, environment. Uh, and so we're all the time, you know, we're coming across practical problems. We come up with a solution. Maybe it's a product. I don't know. So yeah. that's kind of the thing. Yeah. And so as far as finding us, you can go to our website, treadwear.com, and it's T-R-E-D-W-E-A-R.com. And then we've got a YouTube channel, and you can see on our YouTube channel how we built this thing. And we've, we've got several other builds. Like you said, it's our ninth one now. So yeah. we're, we're amassing a pretty good collection. Yeah, old we're, race cars, you know, we love them because they, they're they're serious from the standpoint of functionality. And yet they don't take it all that seriously as far as they're always going to worry if the paint's a little rippled here or this door doesn't line up. And, and so we kind of love that vibe. Uh, and so a lot of our builds have that kind of a thing going on. So uh, anyway. So what do you think on your tires, Broncast? Oh, yeah. Well, I like that. Early I like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These guys can do it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, thanks for showing us your truck. Yeah. It's super cool. It was a, it was really neat to run into you guys and go, I know who built that truck. <laughs> yeah, man. Man. It's like they got their own style. So. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Man, I mean, that that build is just so cool lincoln navigator plus 79 second gen bronco i don't think there's anything much cooler than that but when we were up here doing the off-road course all of a sudden i see these three broncos roll up oh, three early broncos these guys wave and it turns out to be a couple guys that i've met before at super celebration uh bobby and his son wade and we, I, I just asked them like, guys, can we get you on the podcast? Just kind of talking because Wade's only 16 and uh, it's just super cool talking to the generation coming up, but also like a father son, this is the kind of thing that I hope Clark will one day come with me to an event like this. And so we're gonna sit down with Bobby and Wade and talk to them about their trucks. So some of the people that we've met here at the event were hanging out at the off-road area and these three Broncos roll up. We met Wade and Bobby, but we've met you guys. You guys come to Super Celebration East, right? Like we've seen you there before, haven't we? Oh, absolutely. We've been there, I don't even know how many times. And then the first time Supercell West happened, it was like a week before that event happened. And I told my wife, I'm going to this event. So I just loaded the trailer and left. Yeah, and she's nice. like, well, I got to work. So I took my son with me, uh, yeah. Wade, and we went out there and checked it out. And of course, the first Supercell West was maybe 100 trucks, 75 yeah. trucks. There was like nobody there. But the vibe's really cool there. Lots of good trail rides and lots of good people. Yeah, so you guys, father and son, a uh, little duo here. Wade, how old are you? 
I'm, I'm 16, just turned 16 last week. 16 years old, and your dad's letting you rip around on a Bronco on this course. I got a sweet shot of you jumping over the last little jump there. I mean, how does it feel just ripping around this course? Oh, it's a blast. I love it. I should have brought mine, but it's broken. Uh, yeah, yeah. How many Broncos do you guys have in the family? Uh, we have six insured at the moment, and then there's more in the back 40. Jeez. Three more in the back 40. All right, so Bobby, you've got Visionary Motorsports Fabrication. Tell us a little bit about that because this is the first time I've heard of you guys and um, the Broncos that you have out here are super capable on this course out here. So tell us what you do. So basically one of the trucks that's here, we called it the Narrowed. And the reason it's called the Narrowed is it's actually eight inches cut out of it the full length of the truck. So the whole thing is smaller. Post people don't even notice it until they start to look and notice, hey, the windshield's way skinnier than it's supposed to be. That was kind of um, Pat Gramillion from Premier Power Welder actually did that first a long time ago. And um, I met him in um, like right on the border of Kentucky and Tennessee. I was talking with him, you know, and uh, back then I was like wanting to build, I had a Bronco there, but I was wanting to build another one, you know. And uh, it's so funny, he's out west guy, and he was like, I don't know why you guys need so much horsepower out here. And then the, I saw him the next day. He said, I winched all day long. I haven't winched this truck on a trail in like three years. Yep. He said, I pulled the winch cable 10 times today. I don't even know where you guys think you're going out here. Yep. It's all muddy on the rocks, you know, yep. that kind of stuff. So I guess you asked me about Visionary. So Visionary in particular, um, it started actually as a little thing called Teleco Tubes, which Teleco off-road area was available. Yep. Um, I narrowed this truck down and then I was like, well, I can't just buy a roll cage for it. I guess I'm just gonna have to build one. So I bought a tube bender, taught myself how to bend tubes, bought a welder, taught myself how to weld. So if you look at that truck really close, the narrowed, <laughs> like me cutting up the body with a Sawzall and, and welding it together 20 plus years ago, it's a little rough, but it, it'll be all right. Um, and then I bought um, a tube bender and taught myself how to bend tubes. And that just developed into, hey, but man, can you t bend these for me and bend that, you know? And then that turned into kind of full build outs. I have a question for Wade. We were looking, checking this brown half cab out. Ironically, that they were able to finagle away from Jimmy Golden, our buddy and guru. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny how his name comes up. And uh, I noticed on the dash, it has some modern features. I really like the, how many goat modes does that truck have? About 13. 13 so goat got, modes. We've got a hallway, the dash, it, did it have a dash? It may have had a dash. The dash left and we decided to put in a new dash, space it back a little bit. We spaced it back about an inch. And then we put plates across the dash and redid the interior so it's a little more modern. We have a holly screen in the middle, bunch of switches on our left for lights and what have you. It's just a cleaner look. They have pictures of goats and there's like, I don't know, a, t a 10 or a dozen switches with different goat pictures in different colors. Yeah, make, make and it, fun it says of goat mode. So that actually came out in 19, what years of the track? That, that's in 72, I believe. 72 goat mode Bronco. It's the only one. Yeah. All right, Wade. So you're 16, come out to this event. I mean, is it worth it for other 16 year olds to come out to the event? It's amazing, it's inspiring. It makes you wanna go home and work on your truck. <laughs> go fix it so you can bring it next time. And what, what year is yours? 73. All right, what are you doing to it? Well, uh, we took it to the Rubicon and it ended up 
well, at the end of the trip, we ended up jumping it in the sand, and now it's leaking from the rear diff pretty bad. Oh, so. bummer. Yeah. So gotta gotta get some fix fixing to it. Well, Bobby, man, thank you so much for uh, for you guys hopping on with us and, and talking. How do people find Visionary Motorsports? You can find Visionary Motorsports on Instagram. There's a Visionary Motorsports in Fab and also on Facebook. And if you talk to enough Bronco guys, someone will know me for sure. I mean, like we said, Jimmy Golden, he probably comes up in every third podcast you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> the man's a legend. And, and around my area, we're from Cleveland, Tennessee area. And it's like, everybody's like, oh, just go to Bobby. He's yeah. probably got that part laying there. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like kind of hidden away. Hopefully no one will really see me. But after this, probably I'll, I'll get a lot more people calling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you need a Bronco to jump at Ford Fest, you need to call Bobby because uh, he's got three of them here that are doing really well. <laughs> yep. And the one that one of them that's with us is uh, Jack Farrow's truck. It's a red one. And we actually convinced him. I So I build trucks to have fun with. So I literally, when we go to an event, we went to Supercell East. We brought all six of my trucks. People showed up. I mean, I don't have that many drivers. People show up, friends. I'm like, get in that truck. We're going to go ride around. That's what these things are for. You know, we'll go ripping around. We'll put two or three people in them. You know, Mitch had that ride, that young person's ride, you yeah. know, under 30 ride. And, of course, my boy was in it because he's under 30. Yeah. And then a friend of mine was there with his daughter. And I was like, you're going to drive that one right there. Just nice. get in it. And yeah. they're like, are you serious? I'm like, just get in it. Let's go. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, like I said, it's all about sharing them. And that's what happened with Jack is, uh, you know, I'm always, come on, man, let's go four-wheeling, take this one. And he had a he had a FJ60. And after playing in the Broncos, he's like, dude, I'm getting rid of this thing. I've got to, I want to drive fast and jump and have fun. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so anyway, brought one over to, to our side for sure. That's awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for, for being here and uh, hanging out with us. And uh, let's go talk to some more people. It's really cool to have Bobby and Wade in the tent with us here at Ford Fest. And they didn't talk about the fact that mom has a Bronco too, and she has her own right. page, like Baby Blue Bronco or something yes. like that. Yeah. Um, so it's a Bronco family. But then, you know, we also have one of our favorite buddies here that has uh, helped us grow our podcast through his club. And, and now we're members and super active within the Bronco Club too. So let's talk to Matt Mooney. All right, so we, we came to Ford Fest and we've got this really cool Bronco Corral set up that we worked with our local club, uh, Tennessee Broncos, and we have Matt Mooney with us today. Hey, guys. Tell us a little bit about like your experience here at Ford Fest already, just from one day. Well, we were all talking earlier. We really like the fact that we were be able to participate in the activities here. We're not just sitting around on the tailgates looking at other trucks. We're... We're on the track, we're on the obstacle course, we're on the flex ramp, we're hanging out, we're having a good time. And it's kind of come and go as you please and get on the track if you want to. I really like that aspect of it. Yeah, um, Matt and I actually put our Broncos on the dyno. Because um, it was like, this. we were down there and there was only one other vehicle, so we are like, dude, let's do it. 
And so, uh, yeah, we we dynoed Matt's first, and then dynoed mine. What did yours? What was yours? I don't know if we want to talk about it. <laughs> it was such a high number that it really didn't fit on the paper. Um, I think it's Off like the a, charts. <laughs> yeah, on the bottom end. Uh, they needed to increase the scale on the graph to make it look better. It was like 127 yeah. peak horsepower. I mean, yeah. it's just really screaming. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it did. It sounded like <laughs> it was like the bolts were just loosening. You yeah, know, you could hear things right. rattling yeah. and popping, and the 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 guys operating the dyno machine were kind of giving us weird looks. Yeah, they're giving it's us hard time. Yeah, that's fine. Well, they ask first. They go, "Okay, so uh, what RPM do you want us to stop at?" And we're like, "I don't know what." Right when you hear it what, about yeah. to let go. Yeah. When, <laughs> Stop before that. And so he gets in it, starts it up, and puts it in gear, and it's rolling, and you just see him looking around like, where's where's the tack? Like, yeah. he couldn't find it. No tack. No tack. Yeah. No tack, man. It's a Bronco. We're working on it. Yeah, so then he had to, like, wire up a separate tack and all that. And, uh, yeah, mine made a whopping oh, 160. 70? 176? Yeah. 176, which... In all honesty, I mean, from the factory, I think 135 was stock. Yeah. So yours is right in line with that. And yeah. then to have 40 more horsepower without replacing the heads. I mean, I put a new cam in it, but still, you know, pretty stock new, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Like I think that, they need but. to calibrate their dyno. I was, I was expecting somewhere around 250, 300. Yeah. yeah. Well, my first, like, he had it in the auto and it changed gears and it yeah, we got excited. 209 and I'm like, oh, 209! We got excited Are at you first. kidding me? And yeah. then I was like, oh, wait, no, this is... You know, yeah. I, you know, 127 horsepower doesn't sound like a lot, but in a lightweight four-wheel drive, you know, it's more than the little six-cylinder that came with it. Yeah. It sounds good, yep. you know. It's it's plenty for me to enjoy. And yeah. I did ask the guy, I was like, what's the what's the lowest uh, horsepower you got for the day? He's like, 127. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you have a trophy for the lowest? We got some good video of that, too. And we were all, like, placing bets and seeing who could get the, the rating right. And the guys are used to, like, 500 horsepower. And we're like, yeah. 127, 170. Yep. And they're like, really? Well, Donnie, you got you guessed both of ours, yeah. I think, dead on. I'm pretty sure luck. you said 127 for me. And then whatever, John, 176, I believe. I think you said 175. Yeah, yeah. you were the yeah. closest. You're like, I've seen 100 dyno pulls. I know what to do. I know what to do. Well, I accounted for the amount of mud on the trucks and, you know, <laughs> yeah. just the extra weight and yeah. the old gas in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys were both like, well, just shut it off right, right when she sings and hits that one note, just shut it down. Yeah. When it sounds best, that's when you need to just, just let off. I told the guy, just don't blow it up Yeah. and we'll be all right. Now, if you, uh, Donnie said this earlier, but if you don't know Matt, he hangs out with us all the time because he is the Tennessee Bronco Club boss, manager, CEO, yeah, El like Presidente, if yep. you will. Keep going. Uh, uh, <laughs> El Capitan. Perfect. Chief Choncho. Dictator. Uh, compliments. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the big, the head honcho of uh, Tennessee Bronco Club. And uh, just our little plug, you know, get get involved with your club because yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that, that happens with the club. And Appreciate uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're doing the best we can to build the Bronco community. And I, for years, have watched 
Nashville Early Bronco on YouTube. I was I'm from Texas. I was part of the Lone Star Early Bronco Club out there. Yep. And you know they always had forums and website and events pretty well organized. And then when I moved to Nashville, I tried to find the equivalent, and there was nothing. Yeah. There just wasn't anything out there. But I know there is a lot of people in Tennessee who are big time old school Bronco people. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge list of guys and a lot of them are in the club now that are just well-respected. Even you can call them experts, even with, you know, we always drop Jimmy. Yeah. He doesn't live in, in Tennessee, but we consider him on the border. Yeah. He's right there. And Um, we, how how many club members or how many uh, club followers on Facebook do we have? Yeah. So we're, we're probably close to, I think this morning at 3.7 thousand. Which is, we have, I would say, around 100 that are in Middle Tennessee that will show up to an event. Yeah. And I know a lot of you yokels are getting on there and you live in Colorado or California. You don't even live in Tennessee. You're not allowed to be in there, but you got in there somehow. But so (laughs) it it skews the numbers some. But uh, but yeah, that's cool. 3,700 right around there. And yeah, it's it's a great place and i think you've done a great job with it um and because we're all kind of local to middle tennessee we tend to meet around the middle tennessee area but knoxville's starting to to have their own kind of chapter as well right yeah we have some folks out there who are are pretty active and we're working on getting our second saturday cruise ins going out that direction too so in october we're going to have a a bonfire in east tennessee so if you're on our Facebook page, you can go check that out. So, it, you know, we really would like to get more events going in general, but also we want to get stuff started in Chattanooga. We want to get stuff started in Memphis. So our second Saturday cruise ends, we started out doing it at Donnie's place at Nashville Bronco Builders. Just that's sort of our our home base or our clubhouse, you know, to speak of. But we're, we're doing something every second Saturday, whether that be going on a trail ride or doing a bonfire or going to a brewery, just anything that people suggest, we're, we're trying to make something happen and keep it varied. So you can bring your kids to one or you can, you know, if you have a dedicated trail rig, you want to go to Windrock, we might do that. If you want to just cruise around the back roads in Franklin and sip wine at the end of the day, we can do that too. So it all depends on what you're into. So Keep an eye out on our events tab for that because we're going to do something every month. So while we're here at Ford Fest, you did the dyno. What else did you do here? <laughs> well, <laughs> some lunatic let me drive his Bronco. <laughs> no, I we uh, we took uh, Nash around the truck around the track for a few laps, yeah. and uh, and uh, I couldn't believe it. I still think that John's a little crazy to let me do that. <laughs> Dude, I mean, if you break something, it's A, it was probably my fault that it broke anyway. Like, it probably wasn't something you did. Lose and B, yeah, both. it was going to break. <laughs> and B, it gives me some content to make some YouTube videos yeah. about it. So it was fun. It was, I did feel very nervous. Were you? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was, I walked out on the field and I was filming, um, and there was like this hit of like, oh God, whoa, what? Oh, Should I have done oh. that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but as soon as you started, I, I felt. Yeah. It was the same for me. I was definitely nervous in the truck and I thought, well, just don't roll it in a corner. Yes. Okay. Don't, that was my nervous Don't part. go off the side of a berm or something. So 
I took it real easy going in and out of the corners. Yeah. But then we really just sent it over the jumps. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which is perfect. I mean, yeah. and it. what's funny is it doesn't look that big. Yeah. You know, or like it doesn't look like you get that much oh, air. Oh, man, but in the truck. Oh, gosh. You feel like you're flying. And when you're coming up to the jump, it's just this like, ooh, yeah. like moment, like, no, no, no. Yeah. No. And yeah. when you hit it, we were talking about this earlier, it seriously feels like you're in the air for a minute like yeah. it's you're just soaring through the air yeah you just close your eyes grip the wheel <laughs> leave your foot the skinny pedal down yeah but no, in the was, photo you got like three inches yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know three inches goes a long way sometimes <laughs> but uh, we really i really had a great time man i will say being a nashville early bronco fan and just watching all the work that you've put into that and then possibly being the one to just destroy it was an honor, really. It was such a fun time. I really appreciate that. So um, we have a little Bronco Corral here. I think I think we have maybe 20 trucks. And uh, thanks to everyone that brought their trucks. This has just been awesome. We have them from East Tennessee, uh, north of Kentucky. Uh, I don't know how far the furthest person is that came. Talk to a guy from Michigan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Those guys from Michigan did come. Yeah. Michigan and Wisconsin or something like that. So next year, we hope to have three, four times the trucks out here, 60, 80 trucks. John and I actually spent the night here last night. We were the only ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next year we can get more people to hang out and, and rough, rough it and camp with us. Yeah. Well, the first year is always a learning curve. You know, and we didn't really know what to expect. This is the first time the club has been here officially. I know they've had several years with the off-road experience set up. But now that we know what to expect and we have a relationship with Holly, you know, the sky's the limit. I think we're going to have a lot of big things planned. And it should be a really good time. I, I'm really excited about access to the track. I, it was not something that was ever in my mind of a possibility before. So, you know, roll cage is coming, harnesses are coming, yeah. all that is coming for next year because I'm definitely going to get on that track. Yeah, the, the rules for the track are you have to have a roll cage in your Bronco. Uh, the new one already obviously has a roll cage or a, enough support, uh, but classic, you have to have a roll cage and a three-point, at least a three-point seat belt and, and a helmet. So helmet, yeah. those, are the, those are the three, which is pretty easy. Like I threw my roll cage in just yesterday yeah so. it's not a lot it's really yeah. not a lot a lot of people already have a roll cage so yeah yeah if you want to get on the track and literally send it over jumps yes and go through giant mud pits yep and whatever you want to do and i think we're gonna to have to create a competition you know like yeah. an early bronco classic bronco maybe we'll do some new stuff or something but like who can get the best time just in the broncos around the track and try to get like a $500 Tom's gift card or maybe even a $1,000 Holly gift card or something to, yeah. to the winner. This and is not for pavement princesses no. or trailer queens. Yeah. This is if you want to send your Bronco and do yep. some, actually have an obstacle course yep. with yep. rocks to crawl over, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So you really yeah. want to use your Bronco, this is the place to be for yeah, that. for sure. Well, Matt, I so appreciate everything that you do and from Thank the whole know. Tennessee Bronco Club, man, we... We really appreciate all the hard work you put into it and 
you know, the, the club is totally volunteer. Like Matt's not making money. No one's making any money off of this. And he is putting sweat equity into it. And he's putting, you know, just his own blood, sweat and tears into making these meetups happen. And so, um, definitely show your love to Matt. And, uh, if you do come out, get some of his swag, get some of the Tennessee Bronco club shirts and stuff like that. Cause that helps support the club and keep the club going. But we really do appreciate you and, and all that you've, you've been doing. Thank for Tennessee. you, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah. We're, we're all volunteer. We have a lot of great people that pitch in. Jamie over here is sitting behind the table. She's always helping me sling swag when I'm out talking to people and yeah. enjoying the day. Uh, we can't, we could not do it without all of our volunteers. So yeah. thank you for that. And, you know, we're just passionate about Broncos. We're passionate about building the community. And that's our number one goal. Just bring people together and, you know, just have a good time. And another shout out to Jamie. She actually hit the ramp at 35, 40 miles an hour. Yeah, she did. A full 40 miles an hour and sent her brand new cyber orange truck airborne. Yeah, with all of her camping gear, cooler on the back. It's all good. Thank you for listening to The Broncast, a podcast all about the Ford Bronco. We'd like to thank this season's sponsor, Tom's Off-Road, for all your Gen 1 and Gen 6 Bronco parts. Our technical producer and audio editor is Josh Toller, a freelance podcast mixer, editor, and trumpet player extraordinaire right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Find our video, podcasts, and other materials on our YouTube channel, Nashville Early Bronco. Thanks again for listening to the Broncast. We'll see you next week.